Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and thank you very much for downloading the full-time Devils takeover of the Manchester Football Social. It was a good one today. I'm joined by Arkid. Hello, Arkid. How you doing, Job? Yeah, I'm very well, mate. And Abdullah. Hello, Abdullah. How you doing, mate? I'm very, very good. Both of <laughs> you asking me how I'm good. I'm wonderful. Uh, we are talking about Manchester United for the next hour, the Champions League draw. We're also asking about who United should go out in the summer to... Uh, who should United should go buy in the summer, sorry. And uh, a little favour from us here at uh, Manchester Football Social. If you wouldn't mind doing us a little tweet on your personal Twitter that simply says, I am voting for the MCR Footy Social in the FBA's for hashtag best podcast. Now, I know that sounds like a, a lot to remember, but if you go onto the Manchester Football Social Twitter, it is there for you to copy and paste onto your own Twitter. Just means that if we get more little um, more support from you, then we're more likely to win. So go do it. Enjoy the show. And thank you very much for listening. Manchester United Football Social with full-time Devils. Welcome to the full-time Devils Takeover on the Manchester Football Social. It is Thursday night, so we chat Manchester United for an hour. And joining me, I've got Abdullah from Full-Time Devils. Hello, mate. You good? All right, mate. You all right? And the poet who the poet who knows it all, uh, our kid who's joining us. How are you, our kid? You good, yeah, man? Yeah, really good, man. You? Yeah, I'm very, very good. We're going to get into a bit of chat today because we've obviously got a massive game on the weekend that could see a Manchester United trip to Wembley if we uh, beat Wolves in the FA Cup. But there is the all-important Champions League draw, and I feel like it's been years since we've been excited for a Champions League draw. And I'll tell you my sort of stories as when, as a kid, it used to happen during the uh, a science lesson. You used to get the messages that text around. We've got such and such in the quarterfinals, and you used to be buzzing. So, what do you want from the draw tomorrow? What team do you want to see come out of the hat for Manchester United? Is there an easy ride to the semi-finals, or do you want to face a big gun? Do you want to go to Barcelona? Let us know. Eight double seven double one. Give us a call. Oh three four five treble one. 7625 uh, come and have your say with the gentleman here all through till 7 o'clock today uh, well, well first gents I want to and I'm sure I believe you've already <coughs> spoke about this so uh, I'll, I'll go to you Arkid a lot of people said again, at the Arsenal game the wheels have come off of Ollie's uh, a lovely motor that we've had for so long <laughs> do you believe Arkid that the wheels came off against Arsenal on the weekend no not at all I'm I think it was deceiving the results, to be honest. I thought Arsenal uh, didn't flatter at all the, the way they performed. Um, I think we beat ourselves. Obviously, De Gea made a mistake that's very rare. Uh, and if Lukaku's got his shooting boots on, it's a completely different game. I was quite um, I was quite pleased with how Solskjaer came out and, and spoke about it, saying it was freak incidents and stuff. And, you know, if Jurgen Klopp had come out, he probably would have blamed the weather on that sort of thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Abdul? Um, I don't know. I think 
we definitely lost a bit of a midfield battle against Arsenal. I thought we were a bit slow. I think it was might have just been us getting used to sort of uh, you know the likes of Matic getting back in the side and getting that structure back in. I would have kept Scott McTominay. In. I thought even though I'm not his biggest fan, but you know that night he had in Paris was brilliant, and him and Fred worked the midfield. So I would have kept him in, but you can't take too much out of that game because obviously we'd missed some chances. Overall, I don't think we deserve to lose. Draw would have probably been a fair result considering how the game had gone. But you know what? You just got to kick on. It felt like for the first time in years since Sir Alex where you lose one of those games and you just feel like, oh, we'll be all right to go again next week. I've not had that feeling in years like where I'm not worried after we've lost. I feel like we can kick on next week and show exactly what we've done. Yeah, it was it was, it was a blip rather than yeah. sort of um, a progression of loss. Like under exactly. Mourinho, you would be you'd be looking forward yeah. to the next game. Do you think then if Manchester United would go on to to beat Wolves at this sort of oh, wheels come off it all be forgotten about but it's a it's a good situation United are in now that nothing is nothing is too shaky there is a steady ship so to speak uh, or a steady car Dave. <laughs> and we've not had this in a long time for you as a United fan are you happy that you know we can have a defeat but we can have our chin up for the next game we're not down in the dumps yeah I mean uh, last time I was in there Mourinho was the manager I think he got sacked two weeks later and the contrast between yeah. now and it's what, less than four months ago uh, we do feel I'm, I'm excited about tomorrow's draw because it does feel like we, we shouldn't really fear anyone on our day mm-hmm. um, and I've no problem getting beat as a United fan as long as we go out and perform and, and try to attack and when we got beat against Arsenal I think the positives were that we were, we were trying to win the yeah. game, do you know what I mean? And that wouldn't have been the case uh, under Mourinho yeah, previously. Yeah. But I think it's really exciting times for United. Definitely, man. With the FA Cup coming, that that potentially going to Wembley again. We love a trip to Wembley as United fans and the Champions League was still in the run for that. So I think the turnaround has absolutely been it's from one, one extreme to another almost. Like where you think, oh, we've completely lost the season to hope of winning the Champions League in the FA Cup. I don't. I still can't believe this whole situation has happened where we've got Oli in, we beat Paris and we're in this situation. So you've just got to be thankful as a United fan that we've had this turnaround and we're finally playing quality football. Yeah, indeed. And some of the players really stepped up. Um, we will get on to a bit of an England call-up though because two uh, United players in the England squad. Uh, maybe have a chat about that. Eight double seven double one. Give us a call. 0345-111-7625. Let's talk now then about the draw tomorrow and the smiles on my face because it does take it back and I'll say my story like I said at the beginning of the show uh, and let me know your sort of thoughts and, and when, what you do when the Champions League draws out if you're at work tomorrow 11 o'clock is there a mate that's going to text you uh, who United have got are you going to try and slope off whatever your story is about how you're going to find out who United have got in the draw tomorrow 877-1-0345-111-7625 give us a call it was always the case that a lad called Ben Goldrick in our class his dad used to text him the results in science it was and we used to, and this was in the good day, good days of like 08 and we used to go through to finals quite regularly and that used to go around the class and we'd have be buzzing I mean we got Schalke in the semi-finals yeah. or you know there'd be a bit of oof this is going to be a tough game uh, so they're kind of what I remember of it and we're in a we're in a Champions League quarter-final draw it's weird I can't <laughs> it's weird winning in Paris I was there and I seen it on and I still can't believe it uh, I don't know like I'd take anyone right now considering you're either going to face them in a the semi-final or, I think you find out who you get in the semi-final this yeah, time you've changed path. it so it's almost as if like you just got to take anyone but overall the, for me if it's Porto's the obvious one you'd want because then you're getting onto the semi Porto yeah. always that team that sort of sneak their way into the quarters and 
other than that freak one in like 2003 or 04 where we lost to them and they went on to win it to be fair you'd usually you know be the you know sort of the guys that are going to beat them so I'd look at maybe you know Liverpool and, and Spurs and those are maybe the ones after I think Liverpool have bit off yeah out of all three clubs that are English that we can get yeah. City, Tottenham, Liverpool who would you I want would to avoid for? City at all costs would you <laughs> City over two legs I think might have us so yeah um, even with the great form of him, we've still not really tested ourselves against them. With Liverpool, we were unlucky. Obviously, 45 minutes of, you know, three injuries come in. And then second half, Marcus Rashford's playing on with painkillers. He's barely running. We're basically down to 10 men. And I feel like they've been off the pace in the last few games, Liverpool. And it might not be the worst time to play them. Spurs, I think that would be a tough one. I think that might be harder than Liverpool. Really? So how, how would you rank it? Hardest City... Then Spurs, then Liverpool. The reason I go for Spurs is I think when we played them uh, back in January in Wembley, I think I think we really struggled against them. We we got we did get lucky. Obviously, at the end of the day, it was a three points. They didn't take their chances. That football, that's football. I just think that since they, you know, they've had their injuries, they've rotated really well and they've got back in the season. I know they've they've had some you know struggling games recently, but with Champions League, it's probably going to be their main focus. And, you know, Liverpool, they're going to have the league on their mind. You know, you hear Salah the other day going, oh, you know, we'd rather win the league and all that stuff. <laughs> You'd want to face someone like that, you know, someone that's got that in the back of their mind. You can't have that mentality going into that. And I feel like, you know, Spurs over two legs and with them not fully concentrating on, on the title or anything might be a bit harder than facing a Liverpool. And I think with our full strength team, with Oli, you know, managing us, we've not really shown what we can do against Liverpool considering what happened last time and... I'd fancy us against Liverpool. You know, I won't, I don't think it'll be easy, but out of the English teams, I'd probably rather face Liverpool. Yeah, oh. I, I don't know. I, I'd rather it's face exciting, though, isn't it? It's buzzing. And what yeah. I, I, I before we get sorry, I could, we also map out the route to the final. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying we're going to get to the final, but you you know that if you get through to the quarters, who you're going to face in the semi final? I just put a smile <laughs> on face. Sorry, I Who would you not want to face out the English clubs? Uh, I won't. I won't want to face City. Obviously, I think they're probably the favourites yeah. for, for the cup. Um, I like the, the what you were talking about Liverpool and the thing that always gets me when we've got like four clubs in the Champions League getting beat by them the worst thing but just can you imagine knocking Liverpool out of the yeah. European Cup do you know what I mean and I think we all them a bit of service when we did the Europa, yeah. Europa League a couple of years ago um, I'd take Spurs out of, that, out of the three of them to be honest I think yeah. uh, they've had a bit of a slip recently yeah. um, it'd be interesting to see Oli versus Poch at Old Trafford <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> but, but. it would be it would be uh, we're going to go to David on the line because David has called us up you can do the very same old Three four five treble one seven six two five. Hello, David. You're right, mate. Hey, guys. You're right. Yeah, I'm great work. Right, mate, to say. Thank you. Yeah, Full time devils. Thank um, you no, very I'm much, mate. That about Arsenal result, and it's a really strange one where it's never great to obviously come away from a defeat proud um, mm-hmm. around performance because obviously you know we haven't got the three points. But I thought in terms of previous experiences at the Emirates. I think we did fantastically. I think we were super unlucky not to get the three points. The amount of chances that we had, the amount of chances we created um, as well. So I was obviously disappointed. Do you think it was a bit of an overreaction as well from Arsenal fans? They made it sound like they just won the Champions League. Yeah, it was like a World Cup final for them. You know what Arsenal fans are. You know what I mean? So they have to be happy about something. And to be honest, we all know Arsenal are going to like collapse anyway so do you know what I mean we'll just take our chance um, if and when it comes about 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, super happy about it. Also happy to see, obviously, the press have kind of not made a field day out of it about how Oli's not the one because of obviously yeah. um, a loss to Arsenal. So I think everyone kind of as a collective has probably seen the massive shift um, in performance, which is great, happy about. And the other thing I wanted to have a chat about was obviously the whole Paul Lintz thing and, you know, yeah. Michael Owen as well. And I don't get it. It's two, two players with big statues in the game to kind of act like that yeah. is just pretty disgusting, to be honest. Do you think yeah. it's jealousy? Um, I think Paul Lintz is bitter. Like, you know, he's failed manager, unfortunately, at this moment, and I hope that turns around for him. But, you know, that's a fact. He, like, he hasn't been successful. So I think it, it, it is that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've struggled to understand the point that he made around, you know, Moog was so low, anyone could come in. Yeah, for one game, maybe. Cardiff game, cool. But I think everything Collie's done after, it's just disgusting for him to still think that he could have done the same thing because, you know... That's it's hard happened. to manage. I mean, you look yeah. at ex-United legend Paul Scholes quits today after 31 days in charge yeah. of Oldham. Only one win under his belt in seven. So, you know, these ex-players, not everyone... You know, who knows what the post goal situation is, but, you know, it's not everyone can do it. Not everyone can yeah. do what, what Ollie's done. Got to give him the job, aren't you, no. David? Yeah, no, I completely... Oh, 100%, mate. The moment we gave him the job on a caretaker basis, I was telling all my mates that. <laughs> perfect. Um, perfect job for him. I could see him doing well, and he's just kind of just taking it on from there. Yeah. I'm so happy having him. Enroll, can't wait to it's announced. Hope he gets a 50 year contract, mate. <laughs> yeah. All da- over that, mate. All over it. Can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> David, get a bit involved in our Barcelona, uh, not our Barcelona, Champions League chat. Uh, who do you want tomorrow to see uh, being pulled out uh, of the app? Ooh. I think at least everyone will say, you know, Porto or Ajax. Not that, not that either one of those is going to be an easy game. I would prefer. Not to have City in the final or Liverpool, preferably. I'd prefer to beat Liverpool to get to the final, to be honest. So whether that's next round or whether that's semis, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. If I could choose, I would take Porto. I reckon probably out of everyone else that's left, they're probably the weakest. But it's still a great side in their right. David, thank you very much for your call, mate. Do what David just did there. Give us a call. 0345-111-7625. Get on in now. We can have a chat with you by the end of the show. So we've asked about who might be the easiest out of the English clubs. Who, who Who's the hardest then out of the whole draw? Who do you not want? Abdullah? City. City. So out of all them, City, Tottenham, Liverpool, Juventus, Ajax, Porto, Barcelona. City yeah, are yeah. the toughest. I think it'll be City. I, I've... I said they were favourites on the earlier shows that you we did, did one year, and um, I, f- I still stick by that. The only thing is with City, they have struggled in Europe, and we've seen this against Lyon this season, and you know against Monaco, and and the se- couple seasons before as well. And they still struggle. And I, I don't think they've been past the semis. They got against Madrid at one point, and they didn't have a great showing in that. So um, they, maybe a bit of an experience in Europe could end up knocking them out. But in terms of pure quality and and a structure and a team that they've got in place and they've had a manager in there for a few years now who's built that team it, it will be difficult to beat them over two legs you know I'd rather not play City over two legs Live, again what the last said I, I actually agree with him you know you might want to play the Liverpool from now and not leave it till a final if you end up meeting Liverpool and if I, I can't watch it I'm <laughs> it would be awful would it? Yeah. what about um, <laughs> Juventus Okay, do you think you could take on Juventus knowing that you, you know, you've gone uh, to their ground, you've beaten them, 
over two legs could United have Juventus I don't know well it's taken on Ronaldo isn't it again it's that whole narrative of Ronaldo come back to Old Trafford I don't think we'd beat Juventus I think they, the way they play at home um, it was a bit of a, it was a great result I think probably one of yeah. Jose's greatest results at United yeah. when we, we did him at Turin um, but I, I wouldn't like to play Juventus uh, the, the City one I think it'd be interesting it's, if we got the home game first and if we were to get a 1 or 2 nil win at yeah. home against City then that would make an interesting second leg um, but Porto it would be for me um, I still think either Barcelona or City are probably the favourites for the for the European League Club yeah. oh. <laughs> could, you, could you see his take on uh, be disqualified from the first game because of the celebration they did in the end <laughs> do, you, uh, do you think that? Do yeah think well rough? apparently there's reports going around so if we do get Juventus and he ends up missing the first game you just know we'll play them on the second <laughs> and he'll bag out <laughs> yeah he'll absolutely oh, destroy us uh, that, that will be the draw tomorrow and I think uh, Full Time Devils are doing a live watch along of the draw are you doing it Abdullah? yeah I'll be there as well Wee! <laughs> I'll bring the bacon butties and, and the coffees yeah we're going to talk about um, United possibly winning the thing now is there any chance on that road to where is that Madrid, Madrid sorry completely Madrid, mind yeah, blank then yes is there any chance of United getting to the final yeah I mean it all depends on the draws obviously tomorrow and we, we could get an easy uh, path there's a theory we could, we could actually get like Porto in one leg and then let's say Ajax played Liverpool we could get a Porto Ajax path to the final so yeah. I think anything's possible um, we've got nothing to lose really under under Raleigh well, as, long as, as long as we're going forward and trying to score goals yeah, I think anything's exactly. possible exactly as long as we're playing with the style that we've been playing the determination that we've had on the pitch and the fight back that we had like in Paris and, and you're happy with that as a fan you know what fans look at as well as where you want to be going and I'd, I'd fancy I'd love to go to like uh, Portugal I think that'd be a good trip and uh, you know Amsterdam won't be bad at all as well <laughs> surviving one piece it is going to be difficult difficult in it you're going to need the best players still fit still yeah. uh, going for Manchester United because if you're going to take on the best you've got to have the best team available for you although come to think about it that spirit about what he did in Paris uh, it, it worked didn't it yeah. you, you went up to you, you know it, it was just a bit of spirit about Manchester United. It wasn't necessarily about yeah. who was playing. It was about who they were playing for yeah. and why they were playing. For you United. felt that when you when you when we were watching it, like you know the way Fred and Scott McTominay were in the ball back, and they're not our best players by any chance, you know, in that side. But they've all everyone's had doubts over those two guys. But the way they were winning the ball back in midfield was amazing to watch. You know, Fred as soon as he wins it, plays it into you know Andreas. He was carrying the ball forward, making things happen. I know, and those lads really gave us a chance, you know. We barely had a chance. Rom gets... It, it went perfectly, wasn't it? Because, like, Rom gets that first chance in the first few minutes, puts that away, and then that's going to plan. They score, but for me, that doesn't change anything because you're still going to have to score three. So, you know, then you get that lucky goal, but, you know, you get, you, you've got to buy your own look in there. You know, Marcus Rashford takes that start before, you know, fumbles it, Rom puts it away. And then that penalty, the time was almost perfect because I think that if they get that 10 minutes before and we've got Mason Greenwood, Chung on either wing and Rom and Rashford on, <laughs> we're conceding at least two in the last 20 minutes. So it was perfect. But it, it all went to sort of Ollie's strategy, didn't it? I mean, before the match, he said as long as we're in the game within 10 yeah. minutes to go. And I don't think that's what he's getting a lot of credit for in the press. A lot, mm -hmm. a lot of the pundits are saying, like Paul Lince, you were alluding to, yeah. that he's just come in and sort of um, relaxed the mood around it. But it, from a strategy point of view, he, he is playing it yeah. great. And I mean, how wonderful was it to see um, last 16 in the Champions League final and, and him bringing on two oh, youth yeah. players with 10 that, minutes that to go and you're, and you're still chasing the result. Seeing a 17-year-old, you know, Mason Greenwood, so much talk about him and hype and seeing him run towards us celebrating was just 
unbelievable as a United fan it was like a proper emotional moment for us there in Paris and uh, I don't think if we can we can even get a better night we've got to do something seriously special to get a better night this uh, this season it does I'm just reading a little article uh, for anyone who doesn't know Manchester United's Champions League quarter final clash could be changed because of City possibly getting uh, a ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, what I'm trying to get my head around is if City draw a home leg uh, in the same sort of oh, strand yeah. as United drawing a home leg, the police do not want both the games to be played on the same night at home. United oh, yeah. being the lower ranked side will be forced to change their game uh, earlier or maybe a week later. But it will mean that if, if United and City are kind of drawn in the same sort of United will be forced to change because City are the higher ranking team in the Champions League I'll get my head around that article that's just popped up there we're going to take a little break uh, we're also going to be talking about the big FA Cup game because that we are still in you know we still could do the treble this year boys uh, we've got FA Cup chat on the way uh, as well as looking at the England squad and the United players called up to that uh, get your calls in 0345 treble 17625 we'll speak to you after this Manchester United Football Social subscribe to the podcast now and Never miss a show. All time devils. Welcome back to the full-time Devils takeover of the Manchester Football Social. My name is Joe McGrath and I'm joining the studio by full-time Devils Abdullah. Hello, mate. You good? Hi, mate. I'm all right. I have a very nice smile across the studio as well. Uh, for the second time this season, our kid, the poet. Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, great, mate. Yourself? Very, very good. Thank you very much for joining us uh, for the next about half an hour. We're going to be speaking all things Manchester United and you can get in touch. 0345 treble one seven six two five. Come and join the conversation. We're talking about the Reds. Is there anything better? We're having a chat about the Champions League. Who do you want in the next round? Who do you want to avoid? We're also having a bit of a chat about um, a possible spending spree in the summer for the new manager, whoever it might be. Ollie, please. Uh, we're going to... Well, let's just talk about Gary Neville's comments, former ex-player. Uh, get on the uh, uh, comment section on YouTube once we go live. I think that's going to happen soon. Fingers crossed. Uh, 8771 on Twitter. Um... 
Yes. So Gary Neville suggests that we need two centre-backs to really go for the title next season. He's put a statement out there suggesting, you know, the strength and strengthening the back will be the lift United needs to really make sure they're up there. Because, you know, even though we are top yeah. four this season, we in, we're not the best of the best. Do you believe that? Do you think that's going to happen? I think one, and I, th- I think one's definitely needed, minimum. Um, and it'd have to be a world-class signing. I think if you go out and you look for potential, this and that, you're not really making a huge difference because Chris Marlin's doing a great job right now alongside Lindelof. Had a great night in Paris, great night in London against Chelsea. Been on good form. Bailly's had some good games. So I think unless you're going out for the best, uh, the best, you know, in the market, you're looking at the likes of Varane, Kulabali, and uh, Delict right now. He's got the potential and he's world class. There's no one that. There's no point for me really pursuing a centre back unless they're a certified world class defender, just like Van Dijk, you know, with the Liverpool situation. We've done that though, haven't we, with the potential? Because yeah. that was what Lindelof and Bayer was, wasn't it? That they were the reasons we signed them. Yeah. And I think Bayer sort of fell off the pace a bit. But Lindelof, for me, has been one of yeah. our best players this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the buying two new centre backs, this has been the same narrative for a couple of yeah. seasons, really, hasn't it? And it's been like probably our undoing. If mm-hmm. they, aside from David de Gea, we'd be completely knackered at the back. Yeah. Uh, but for me, we do. I can't see that the Glazers are going to spend seventy million on a defender. So weird how I don't know how the, the the clubs run from the top. You know, if they see spending over forty million on a defender is not good enough and stuff like that, because we have heard that in the past. You know, apparently when we wanted Mendy, we didn't want to spend fifty million because we thought that's too much for a defender. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just weird looking at football like that. You know, especially at a club like Manchester United, you should be doing what City are doing. You know, identifying what you need. What they just spent fifty four million for the fun of it. For Laporte mid-season and they were already winning the title. <laughs> Where is that <laughs> mentality at Manchester United right now? Not just City either. When you look over to the Mersey and you see Liverpool yeah. spending what seventy-five million pound on Virgil Van Dijk, and, and that's yeah. really paid off. People are talking about him as one of the best players in Europe at the minute. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that is a bit of over exaggeration, but yeah. I mean, he's a good player. Maybe you know they'll see that it worked for Liverpool. United should splash the cash mm-hmm. but we shouldn't be waiting on our rivals to make a move no. for then us to learn from it the, the trend setters should be United yeah. that's not easy to say after a couple of pints <laughs> um, well, let's talk maybe more uh, attacking uh, options do you think with the introduction of some youngsters and the the way United are playing at the minute with what they've got Ollie will look to strengthen at all in his attacking option Abdullah do you, or do you think he kind of He's happy at the minute. I think it's important that we don't just go in and buy anyone because I'd I'd love to see Jaden Sancho at Manchester United. I'm a big fan of him yes. and I think he's a brilliant talent. Is that going to happen? The thing is, I don't think he should. I don't think for his sake he should move this summer, and I don't think for United's sake as well we should go for him this summer. Just because I think we need to identify what our system is over the summer. Let's pre let's go into preseason, play some of those games, see. You know what we need coming into next season. If there's a buy, that's worth it. We might get in towards the end, but I still don't know what our best system is yet. Is it you know having Jesse in a turn with the you know those strikers like Marcus and Martial going narrow and wide? Can Jadon Sancho do that? I think he's better as just a pure wide player. We don't play the system like that. For me, we need to strengthen that right back. Um, going in for someone like Wan Bissaka, Premier League proven. Arguably one of the best defenders in the league this season. You know, he wins so many tackles week in, week out. He's right at the top of that tackle uh, ratio when he's stat. You know, every week you look at that, he's winning his tackles. When Martial come up against him at Old Trafford, you know, he struggled. Um, he couldn't get past him. So, someone like that, that's Premier League proven. We need to, I think, start looking into the Premier League, just like Sir Alex did over the years as well. I think that strengthens you. I think 
in the transfer market, the fact that we've not looked into our own league, other than maybe Matter in recent years and stuff like that, and Luke Shaw maybe, you know, does we need to really start looking at to play players that are proven in the league as well, as well as, uh, you know, looking abroad. Yeah, because that was Ferguson's tactic, wasn't it? At the beginning of every season, it was let's, yeah. let's get the best player off our, off, off our opponents. But the thing is, now the Premier League players cost more money than they do on yeah. the continent. So again, mm-hmm. that comes back to the same issue as, as the Glazers spending money. Um, what about you about the lot at the back though? Because obviously like you're talking it. right back, but he, lo- he looks like a winger against Paris Saint Germain. He's one of my favourite players right now on the side. I think his attitude's brilliant. He works hard. He, he beats his man and gets across straight in. You know, he does those step overs with purpose. You know, he, he <laughs> yeah. looks like he's gone to Cristiano Ronaldo's school of step overs. <laughs> yeah. You know, the way he beats his man is absolutely amazing to watch. And I think what the law's given us right now actually should push us to get a right back because this shows that he can play as a right winger he can play as a left back he stepped in for Luke Shaw and assisted uh, Marcus Rashford brilliantly I think it was against Bournemouth at left back and he can cover at right back that's someone that can play anywhere pretty much across the, the pitch and that means that if you strengthen there that you got cover out all over the pitch yeah. and I think if he's not starting he'll be coming off the bench whether to be a defensive minded player or whether to go forward just like we've seen this season and I think we still got to strengthen at right back and, yeah. and and still give him his chance. Let let there be a bit of competition. Two um, two names that were talk in the news like yesterday about coming and going from United. One suggesting Sanchez going to go out on loan. Ooh. I mean, whatever happens there, just I, my personal opinion might be to cut our losses if if it's yeah. just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No point doing all this about a, a loan move. Do, do you think that Sanchez's time at the club might might be over? Um, I don't I don't I don't know. I think. The reason the Sloan thing's happening is because no one's going to be willing to pay his wages yep. and, and actually pay any sort of price that United are going to realistically want. Unless he's going to China or wherever else, America or something like that, maybe they pay his wages. But I think maybe sending him out on loan somewhere in Europe to obviously have some of his wages paid off, realistically just keeping him a year or two on loan and then because they can't sell him, maybe that's the reason that's happening most likely is because I can't see him fit into the system. You know, we've seen low come in for him the other day, completely changed the game. Yep. Where was Sanchez? I think the way we play, you know, Paul Pogba needs that space and I think Sanchez carries the ball in the middle to look for something to create. I think only Paul Pogba on our side is that guy to do that. Off the ball, he's nowhere near as good as Jesse Lingard. Uh, his energy isn't as good as Jesse Lingard in the middle, doesn't understand, understand the game as well in that certain part of the pitch. And I just think he just can't fit into this team no matter what you do. And we might have to cut our losses, like Joel said. If not, it might just be about getting his wages back by doing the loan stuff. Yeah, it feels like an amicable breakup, really. I mean, it must have been a conversation with yeah. Solskjaer that it's not working. If, if it was going to work, it would have worked by now, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it would be like a lot, a lot. The long goodbye, you'll go out on loan yeah. where they split the wages for a while and it's sort of the Bear Freeze United book mm-hmm. to, to yeah. spend on other players. Being linked with Gareth Bale as well, it's this second story that kind of was being talked about. You know, he does no longer wanted that um, Real Madrid. His fans don't certainly want him. Some of the videos that were circling uh, the other day, would you take Bale? I don't believe Bale would be the the right solution for United. I just think he'd be a kind of another Sanchez type player that we'd regret down the line of spending a load of money on. Well, spending a lot of money on his wages. Yeah, I agree with you. It's just his injury record as well. You know, it's not not great. Um, And I just think he'd be coming in. It's, It's too big a personality. I think while we're looking at players coming in I think it's going to be interesting that Solskjaer's biggest job in the summer is the players that he's going to let go because yeah. at the moment he's got a happy family at Old Trafford but 
sooner or later he's going to have to come to the decision yeah. where he's got to try and ruin the uh, upset the apple cart by getting getting rid of yeah. players. So when what happens there? I think Bale's. I think he's past his best, and like you were saying yeah. earlier, when we want to be getting the best, are they in their prime rather than getting people on their former exactly. glories? And, I, go on. And I think how, what happens is with the likes of Bale, if you bring him in, then you sort of taking up what Marcus Rashford does for you. I mean, they're different players. Marcus Bale's more of a right winger who comes onto his left foot, takes a shot, you know, looks to do something. But in terms of their directness and you know getting straight on the ball and looking for goal, I think Marcus Rashford does something similar, and I don't see how we can fit that all in. You know, we've still got to see because Rom's been on brilliant form for us, obviously missed some chances at Arsenal, but how do you fit him in next season? And I think we've got to look at what we're doing at the back before we even think of going forward. Maybe strengthening at the back and then allowing our attackers to do what they want because we've seen them at their best this season. They couldn't unlock defences. You know, Pogba, Martial, Marcus Rashford, Jesse Lingard, you know, Roman Lukaku. Those guys can be here for another season or two. And, and really work something great going forward. It's all in defence for me. Yeah, I mean, you look at the problems in the Mourinho, it was scoring goals and we were yeah. shipping goals as well. Yeah. We started scoring goals again and look, Pogba's been a revelation, hasn't yeah. it? Especially in his goal-scoring form. Yeah. If you look at how um, Van Dijk reinvigorated uh, Liverpool just by one one defender at the back and gives a yeah. whole lot of confidence, mm-hmm. that might just be the difference. Exactly. I mean, the, the names that, we're talking That's the difference here, of like, challenging the title and just be challenging for top four. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, we're going to just talk about now, before we go to the next break, about uh, the England 23-man squad that was announced yesterday. Two United players getting into it, Shaw and Rashford. Now, you would suggest maybe the fact that Young is not in there just because, you know, he's he, getting on. Um, Lingard for injury reasons. But I wouldn't expect... Everyone's kind of highlighting the fact that United have only got two players in this England squad. But... Yeah. Oh, who else would you want to Chris see? Smalling Chris Smalling, but, Poss- but I don't think he fits the style that uh, what's his name Southgate wants to play. I'm shocked Juan Bissaka's not gone in. Mm. Um, he's been better than Trippier. Trippier has been an absolute shambles, <laughs> yeah. uh, to say the least. You know, for Spurs recently, so many mistakes coming from him. Aaron Juan Bissaka has been top of his game. Uh, he's really shown up in those big games for Palace. So maybe it's just a case of giving him because he's got into the under twenty one squad, getting into that team. So. Overall, I think I don't expect anyone else from United to make it. Marcus Rashford, Luke Shaw, Jesse Lingard are usually the guys that are going to get in. Yeah. Smalling doesn't fit the system. Yeah, I mean, I, I always, like you were saying, we look forward to the draw of the Champions League. I always yeah. hate the, uh, the when England national call-ups because okay, I, yeah. I, I, I'd rather they, they didn't go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, injury. Is there any <laughs> sense of, I know it's quite weird, but is there any sense of, I and mean, this might just be because of a pride in, in the amount of United plays in the squad, are you just not that bothered? I'm not bothered in the slightest, to be honest. I'd rather United. Because people say, oh, look, it's such a I, rich I like, vein I, of Tottenham yeah. players, City players. Not that bothered about the United players. I'm not that bothered. Like, I always, this, I always have this convo every World Cup, every Euros. Like, I like to see our players do well. I like to see Jesse Lingard, Marcus Rashford, you know, those lads when they went over to the World Cup. I really wanted them to be successful, but just for their sake. You know, it's, it's just like seeing our players on international stage even Rom at Belgium stuff like that you want to see them do well Pogba at France you know winning the World Cup I was buzzing for him but it's like I don't care as much about international football I just can't find the same love for it I guess no no so no, I'm 100% with it right we're going to take a little break uh, coming up after that break we're going to be chatting about the big game on the weekend Manchester United against Wolves the oh, the quarter finals of the FA Cup it's going to be a tough tough game love to know your thoughts 877-11 give us a call 0345 one seven six two five. we're back after this 
Welcome back to the full-time Devils takeover of the Manchester Football Social. Thank you very much uh, for listening. Uh, you can always get this on a podcast. Search Manchester Football Social wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm joining the studio of our kid and Abdullah from full-time Devils. Gents, we have got about 20 minutes to talk about Manchester United in action this weekend, which a result will bring us to Wembley. The, I mean, the FA Cup, we haven't been too far away from. We, we, you know, we got close last year, getting beat in the final. We know the FA Cup has, has done us quite well since the post-Fergie era, whereas other t- uh, titles haven't. But we go against Wolves. It's going to be an extremely tough game. They're going to, you know, they're going to want, want this. Are they going to want this more than us? Probably not, actually. Oh, I don't know, because this is this just is their much, stamp on things. It should be just as much and... It'll be a hard game, man. Wolves! Just, Wolves have got big teams' back. numbers. It's how you get stepped back in the game, you know, by beating a team like Wolves away from home in the FA Cup quarterfinals. Important game. Very important game. I'd, uh, I think we're going to need to go all out for that. Yeah, indeed we are. So going all out with me and playing the best plays and... We, we've got sort of some news floating around about who could possibly be back in training. Lingard and Herrera um, back, obviously, in training. This doesn't mean they'll start. But do you expect Martial came on for the final bit of the Arsenal game? Rashford being a bit sharp. If he has the full squad ready, even if they're kind of a, not as fit as they'd like, will Oli go for his, you know, Rashford, Martial, Lingard tactic that has been so powerful? Um, I probably wouldn't start Jesse in this game. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about Lukaku, who's going to drop for him. Um, yeah, Rom, I'd, I think I'd keep Rom in the team. Maybe go with a 4-3-3, see how that goes. You're not losing anything. Start off, see what Marcus, Rom and Martial can do. And the thing is, he brought, he brought Lingard back too early as well against Liverpool, didn't he? That yeah. could cause a delay, so I think that'll be yeah. playing on his mind when he's looking at the eleven this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Lukaku, you know, he, he has been a different sort of player. Scoring them goals, you know, the confidence has got to be back for him. But, you know, Oli was doing quite well without him. Does does Oli, Lukaku give Oli a headache now? Uh, or do you think there is a headache, way that yeah. they can play? If It really depends on the style we're going to play. But at the same time, we went to Paris. He performed. He got the goals. Um, his overall play against Palace in the league was pretty good you know two goals in that game that kicked him off then Southampton what a brilliant performance mm-hmm. that was from Rom uh, it's a good headache to have we've always had I always say this you know we had three four strikers in our best teams and you know they've always been a way of rotating it we went from Tevez Berbatov Ronaldo Rooney's you know Sarhaus in the mix at times there and you know then you're looking 99 and they called like York Sheringham you know Oli you're gonna need the top players to compete against each other and, and it's healthy competition at the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. You can have them as game changers and you can have them starters. I'd be interested to see though with the Lukaku situation is that if he does get dropped then would he not take it as sort of a slight against his performance yeah. mm-hmm. against Arsenal? And, and we know that Lukaku is very much a player that plays on confidence mm-hmm. so I, I, I think that will keep him in the starting I think 11. definitely keep him in the starting 11 just because he's a player that needs his confidence and... Uh, and I don't think I think he did miss his chances, but his overall game wasn't bad at all against Arsenal. Let's just keep him in the side and see what he can do. The other name I mentioned there, apart from uh, Jesse Lingard, is Herrera's been back training again for United. Uh, when he before he got injured, he the passion that he was showing, the drive, the sort of we loved him uh, on full time Devils. Yeah. Do you think we missed him? Because I don't know if we've missed him. He'll be an added bonus, I think, Herrera. Yeah. But do you think we missed him? I think we've missed his bite, and I think against Arsenal, he is a game changer. I think Matic was just... He might... I'd like to see what Herrera can do in Matic's role. I know Matic does that role really well. Mm-hmm. Just be a bit passive, passive in the middle. 
make sure that he's, you know, sitting in front of the defence and just sort of, you know, no, making sure nothing goes past him. I think Herrera, Fred Pogba, I'd like to see. I thought Fred, a lot of people picked his uh, performance out against Arsenal, said he was pretty bad. I don't think he was that bad. I thought he was getting his tackles in. I know he, he, the penalty was a bit soft that he gave away. You know, give the lad a, a, you know, a bit of time on the team because if you think about it, Lindelof needed a bit of time. I'd like to see what Fred McTominay or Andreas can do with Herrera Pogba. You know, might might need a bit of time to get back into the team, especially after that performance at Arsenal. He got subbed off as well. Yeah, you've got to see that the McTominay or Herrera are probably going to be the ones that's yeah. the transition for Matic's role, isn't it? Because obviously Matic is 30-plus now, isn't it? So you'd be looking at that. But um, Herrera's just got United running through his blood, isn't it? Yeah. I just love how industrious he is on the football pitch oh, and yeah. running around mm-hmm. and sort of gene players up. So he brings more than sort of a physical game. He yeah. sort of brings like, the personality of the club in, on the pitch. I love Ander Herrera. He's one of my favourite players yeah. in this team. And it's that passion, that bite you're going to need in these these games in the in the yeah. quarterfinal. Uh, Oli will look at it and try and give it his all. Uh, Herrera, hopefully, on that pitch. Um, and one player that we kind of was excited to see against Arsenal because we missed him in Paris was Paul Pogba. Yeah, uh, he needs a big game. That sort of takes it. He yeah. needs to take the driving seat for this game. Budge Ollie over for one minute, and this this could be his moment where you know because yeah. because he hasn't had the spotlight on him in the Champions League. It was a bit diluted performance against Arsenal quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Go on, Pogba. This do is you it, think? man. He needs to step up in this game and uh, get back to form. He's had a bad game or two. Obviously, Arsenal, Southampton at home wasn't the greatest. Um, but he's got the quality and, and we know what he can bring to the side. And Wolves away, perfect opportunity to take that ball and you know take control of the game and show us what he's made of. And hopefully, we get the right runners off him, we get the right movement and the right energy in midfield, which we lacked at times against Arsenal. And uh, hopefully, it's a win against Wolves. Indeed. Uh, Pereira got his contract extended this year to 2020. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do, do you see Pereira as a long-term option? Um, what? What? He, I mean, he's been good, hasn't he? Yeah. He stepped up a bit because he was a. I remember the Burnley game when it was two-two at home. That was a bit of a. Oh, is that? Is he going to make another appearance for United? He's definitely someone I'd keep in the side for the next couple of seasons. I'm. I don't, I'm not a fan of the whole extension by uh, you know triggering that clause. That shows that we've not got a you know whole system in terms of contracts and stuff in place. Having to, you know, extend the contracts with the Hayer and Martial before obviously we signed Martial eventually, but having to do that year extension, which Herrera's probably gonna end up getting, doesn't, you know, show good signs of how we're dealing with stuff in terms of contracts. But I'd like to keep Andreas. I think he's a he's a great ball player in midfield. Can step in for the likes of Pogba, likes of Herrera. We've seen him against PSG pick up some nice pockets of space in between their midfield and he's such a clever player. Scored that brilliant goal against Southampton, so um, I'd definitely keep him around the team and keep that competition in midfield. Maic is going to be gone in a season or two, realistically. He's not going to be in this team. So, yeah, definitely I'd keep the likes of uh, Andreas in the side. How old is he now? Is he 20, 23? Yeah, 23, 24. But I, I think he's, a great, he's got a great talent and the goal he scored the week was fantastic, but... Is he that the creme de la yeah. creme of football players? And, and yeah. is he stopping anybody else sort of coming through from the from the academy having that sort I of... I think the likes of... Um, I, w- I would agree with you slightly on that in terms of likes of Garner that can come through, Angel Gomez, but they've got to beat that competition. They've got to come, come into this team and perform better than someone like Andreas if they get the opportunity. I think they will. I think we're looking to build, realistically, we're looking to build from the back and some spots in midfield I think will be left... The likes of Gomez and Garner to, you know, 
challenge for in the next season or two. And I think they've got the talent to come through, definitely. So I don't think he's stopping it. I think it's good to have that competition because he is still quality. Like we said, it's not someone that, you know, at times Fellaini had his great moments at United, but he wasn't someone that was going to progress us in the future or you're going to structure your club around. Whereas, like, someone Andreas, someone like Andreas can come in to, like, a game like Paris, you know, have a decent game and, you know, challenge for that spot in the team in the midfield. The uh, the tale that's going around on Twitter at the minute is that United City could see each other four times over the next 18... What was it? Four times in 18 days coming up at the back end of April. If United get through to the next round of the FA Cup and then obviously the Champions League draw. Well, we'll find all that about tomorrow, but it is quite... When you look at the FA Cup, there is United City that are the two biggest teams in it. But, you know, obviously Wolves have got a lot of uh, big clubs' numbers this season. But, you know, you see that more likely the FA Cup will be the place that United and City will clash. You want to avoid them in the final. So would you want to rather take them in the semi-final than the final? No, I'd take them in the final. Would you? I want a shame. Yeah, I'd go for it. I just think... Yeah, I'd, I'd rather get beat in a final than a semi-final. Would you? Would really? you yeah, I'd rather get beat in a semi, not the final. No mm. way. Final's pure heartbreak. <laughs> heartbreak. <laughs> I've, I've confidence in your team, man. I, like I said, I don't think we'll get beat over two legs if we went to to, the, to their ground. Uh, but at Wembley, a one-off game, you never know, you know, all the players are picked up and then they might be playing better in Europe. There's, there's a lot of yeah. stuff there. Well, yeah, for the FA Cup, sorry, Champions League might, is a difference. FA yeah. Cup, I'm, I wouldn't mind as much having the final. Champions League, would you rather get beat by Liverpool or would you rather get by, beat by City in the Champions League final? Oh my <laughs> god! I think I think I'd rather. No, no, it's a hard one, but I think that's that's, that's a question be, you can't ask. No, I think it would be. I'd rather be by Liverpool because go. You can have it again. Go on. Don't care. But City, that's the one they want. Yeah. And if they beat us to get it, that would be that would be hard yeah, to uh, definitely a bit of pill to swallow. Uh, just some other news about United before we wrap everything up and and thank you very much for listening uh, David Beckham has confirmed he'll be playing for Manchester United in the upcoming 20th anniversary game against Bayern Munich on the 26th of May uh, Old Trafford I can see this game I know we're all about the now but a little look back on the on the past this game's turned out to be quite good a little celebration of 20 years since the, the treble our kids do you, do you think you, you're going to go do you want, do you want to get yeah tickets? definitely I speak to one before um, to bring my kids and stuff like that to, yeah. to come along and watch it'd be fantastic just to sort of relive can't believe it's been 20 years to be honest it just where's, where's, the, where's it gone yeah it is yeah. I, would you, I was would you one years old then <laughs> yeah you were one years old our kid we want to talk quickly about you and your music because if people don't know you're a poet now have you got more music coming out I know Jim who's on next after us on Excess Manchester uh, you were his record of the week if I'm if I'm not wrong yeah uh, tell us about the music you've got out at the moment okay so I've got a new track called uh, Neighbours Out uh, it's based um, on hipsters that are popping up in left right and centre in city centres all over the country uh, it's not a hipster diss uh, as such but uh, it's quite comical and you, you know it's getting a really good reception much love to Jim for playing it as their record of the week uh, after that we've got some more tunes coming out later on the year working with Steve White from Paul Weller and the Jam and stuff so class and if people want to keep up to date with you where are you on Twitter uh, I'm on Twitter it's Arkid A-R-G-H Kid uh, follow me on Twitter and there'll be updates on there lovely right now it's the time where we do a little bit of predictions so what's going to well, first of all who United getting tomorrow in the draw 
Abdullah? Uh, Barcelona. Oh, kid, why did you say that? Oh, kid, are United getting in the draw? I've been had my fingers crossed for Amsterdam. I won't go to Amsterdam. Oh, do you think? Oh, I'm going to. I think it's going to be, unfortunately, an English club. Don't know what, but I think it might be Liverpool. I don't know why. Something's saying Liverpool the whole time, but. My mind, my mind, last seconds just said Barca, <laughs> thrown Barca at me. And are we getting through to the next round of the FA Cup? We're we going through to yes, the semi-finals. We're, going, we're back on farm on Saturday. It'll be a big tough game, yeah. but yeah, I think we're going through. Love it, gents. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Nice Make sure it. you're watching Full Time Devils tomorrow, as we'll have the draw live here. Uh, this has been Full Time Devils takeover of the Manchester Football Social. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.